Welcome to Let Me Tell You Why Welcome You're Wrong. To let me tell you why you're wrong. Proof we can disagree. Proof that we can disagree. No, 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 no. That's not wrong. wrong on so many levels. And still get along. And still get along. That's fair. You know, I think that is true. I think right you're right. That's true. Uh, That's true. I get it. I'm Greg Radcliffe. My name is Morgan. And here we go. Indeed. What you got there? I saw a plate. Oh, it's just, you know, people not being able to put their shit away. Oh, it's not like dinner or anything. No, it's just just clutter. Cleaning up after everyone. I hear you. That's just the life. Do you do that a lot with your family? Yes. They're fucking slops. Yeah, I don't, Cassandra doesn't do that. She doesn't clean up. She cleans. But does she like literally just like wherever she's standing, drop whatever it is and then go, that looks good. (laughs) No, she doesn't do that. She does clean her ears and put the, and pile up the Q-tips in the bathroom. Like four or five of them. And I'm like, are you all done with these Q-tips that are covered in wax? She's like, I'll just throw them all away at once. I'm like, why don't you just, it's literally, you have to take a step into the room with a toilet and throw it. It's not that hard. Yeah, just like, I would turn more light on, but I'm also out of light bulbs, so I can't turn this light on. You need to figure your life out. That's exactly what needs to happen. (sighs) Listen, my life is figured out. It's the the fact of also taking care of two other individuals and their life. That's a challenge. Well, that's, yeah, that is a challenge. So listen, welcome everybody who's listening. (laughs) Sorry you had to... So your lives are probably the same way. I'm sure everybody listening has similar things. And Everyone's life is perfect. Yeah. Right? Um, we have another episode today of Let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong. And mm-hmm. today we do not have any sponsors or non-sponsors. But that's okay. You know what? Sometimes we just need you to know do why? things on our own. We don't have any sponsors because, you know, they couldn't agree. They couldn't get the stimulus package out. All the people, all the businesses that could have sponsored us are just waiting on those PPP loans. And they had to hold off on sponsorship. So, God, it's a nightmare. Does that frustrate you as much as it does me? Um, I think just all of the United States frustrates me at this moment in time. <laughs> it's pretty. Like, it's pretty ridiculous right now. Like I don't care. This isn't a left-right thing. This is just a grown-up. No, thing. I, both the left and the right have lost their minds. A hundred percent. And I yeah. see the thing is, it's so weird. I don't. I don't get the feeling that all of the country is like that. I feel like it's just... No, I don't think they are. <laughs> it's just crazy, though. You go out and talk to other people, and they're like, like it, the general consensus is the same, and then you meet a few people that are like really extreme one way or the other. Right. But, but if you listen to the mainstream media, and just in general kind of out the world... The entire world, nation is feuding. It seems like everybody's... A, and so to everybody, for everybody listening to this, just understand that we are recording this on November 2nd. Mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. just to kind of let it out there. So this may not even be released so until after the So we're filming it on the eve of the apocalypse. Yes. So we thought we'd get one more before the world went to shit. And it's this nice country, knowing you. Yeah. Golly day. Um, what do you think is going to happen with that? I hear. I heard somewhere that people are going to, like, Cassandra was telling me that I guess, like, FBI and law enforcement local in certain locations are, like, preparing. Washington, D.C. has in their downtown area, buildings are boarded up. Buildings that aren't closed, by the way, but they're just boarded up tonight. 
in preparation, in preparation. for riots? Yeah, and they said it's also <laughs> happening in New York. It's also happening in California and Los Angeles. Weird well, in liberal areas. And Portland. Uh, yep, Portland. Perfectly legitimate businesses Listen, are like. I we're gonna, think the one benefit of where we live is I think nothing's going to happen here. No, no, I don't think so either. That's not the one benefit. I think there's lots of benefits. We've got the Green Belt, Rivers, Lakes, McCall. And we just it's lovely here. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful place. Idaho's awesome. But so no, I I wonder what's going to happen. Manageable. What'd you say? I said the cost of living used to be manageable. It's a nightmare. What it's, the heck are we talking about today? So today, <laughs> today the idea was to talk about things, times where we were wrong. Mm-hmm. And I really, I jokingly told you when we were texting about it, I was like, this is going to take me a lot of work because I'm very seldom actually wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't, I honestly, I had like little examples of like little silly things that people are wrong about, you know, like relationship stuff that like I'm steadfast in this. I used to think that it was uh, for all intensive purposes instead of for mm-hmm. all intense and purposes. I just learned that like two years ago. Spent 34 years looking like a moron, but whatever. Well, that wasn't because you said the saying wrong, though. Oh, you're fucking hysterical. That's great. It's like that. I see. Okay. All right. Well, but I was going to say the one thing that I was going to say that I think that uh, popped into my head is only because it bodes itself well to the topic that we have and also kind of fits into what I kind of feel like talking about a little bit more is that where I was wrong is that I thought for many years that people in leadership, government, organizational, whatever, by and large, really had, their, had the best interests of what, who they were leading at heart. Now I'm finding that a lot of that is contingent upon the organization, but especially on the government side, politicians are really, they're just trying to keep their job and proliferate their own career. And I guess I had the naive feeling where I was wrong and thinking that, hey, there's some politicians that really wanna do good. You know, cause when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna, I'm a bill on Capitol Hill. I'm gonna go help change laws and change people's lives. Come to find out all of them by and large are awful, awful, awful people, right and left. Hmm. Your thoughts. I think, Number one, aren't we all just trying to keep our jobs? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you're a public servant, so it's like... Yeah, I think that I would venture to say that even the most horrible politician doesn't have the self-awareness to look at themselves and say, I've lost sight of my mission. I would think that they all still live in the mindset that they're doing what's best for the people they're leading. And they have this sense of like grandeur and like, I think that they all think they're doing good, even when they're not. I don't think so, anybody's like. <laughs> so they all have, they all have Dunning-Kruger syndrome. What's that? The Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people with low ability at a task overestimate their ability. It's related to the cognitive bias of illusory superiority and comes from the inability of people to recognize their lack of ability. Yeah, maybe. And I think they also, I think the other thing is that I think money talks. I mean, have you ever heard of golden handcuffs, right? 
No, is I that mean, like a I sex know, thing? No, golden handcuffs. It's like when a job pays you so, you know what it is, right? I, I truly don't. I truly don't. I was laughing so at So golden own. handcuffs is an expression like when you work at a job that you hate, maybe it's like running you to the death. Like it's just, it's overworking you. You hate it, but you're paid so well that you don't leave and you stay there. Oh, that makes sense. People call it the golden handcuffs because you're able to afford whatever you want, your life, you know, you have a massive house, whatever it is, and then you get addicted to that. And then you're really just miserable. You hate what you've let your life become, but you're handcuffed to the the money. So while you're, while you're, you're shackled and, and held captive, it's, they're made of gold. It's kind of like a nice, like first world handcuffs. I don't know, because I remember that I was working one job where I made pretty good money for Idaho, Mm -hmm. and I was paid bonuses, so, like, some months I would make huge amounts of money, you know, and for a while, I just, I just stayed in that job for a really long time, but I remember, like, I, even though I was making a ton of money, I was spending a lot of money on, like, (laughs) self-care, You know, because I was like so miserable that I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get a massage membership. I'm going to do a workout package with the local studio or, you know, like all these things to try to like balance my chi and get everything correct. That Whereas like now I don't feel the need to spend a bunch of money because I like my life and my job isn't draining me. Well, that's, I, so I guess that makes sense that a politician would want to do that or somebody in power because it's, yeah. but I don't know. I just feel like there's also a level of, I guess I felt I had this altruistic sort of assuming the best naive, naivety, naivety, whatever. Yeah. That like, okay. So yeah, it does. It, granted, politicians shouldn't pay well. And it's always back end deals that I think are, I mean, what does the president make? 400 grand a year? That's Which, a lot of money. Yeah, but it's but especially like in the Washington D.C. area to live there, it's not that much. We're going to he lives for free, so that's yeah. But they just live in the White House, right? Right. But I'm saying like it's but it's not really though. I mean, if you're in charge of the country, you're the president of the United States, and you make, you know. Yeah, but I feel about politicians the way I feel about pastors. Mm, yes. I don't think that that's a profession you should go into with the assumption that you're going to end your life rich. Right. But I think do. politicians should be like teachers. They should have really great retirement so that they're set in their retirement and then they get paid an average to sub-average wage. Right. <laughs> well, and they shouldn't even, politicians technically, in my opinion, they should not be politicians forever. You shouldn't be a career politician. And that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. You can't be a career president. You can't be a career. There's term limits on just about everything, except there are people that become particularly yeah. the, the, the Senate. But. You know, interesting fact in the Mormon religion, yeah. their bishops, and I don't know all the jargon that they use to identify their leaders, none of them are paid from the church. Right. They all have other jobs. They're dentists, they're lawyers, they're teachers. And basically the person just says, Hey, I got a calling for you. You're now doing this and they just have to do it. It's a pretty nice racket for the church. I'll be honest with you. If you're, if you're a paid person, paid clergy person of the Mormon church, that's a pretty good deal for you. You get this, this help because somebody in that building is getting paid. No, I don't know. 
Are you sure? So wait. I mean, so I know not, that as an organization, like a, they like a, st- a president of a stake, like a like the church yeah, a in they does not get it paid. Wow. It's all done. Yeah. So they cannot make money off the church. However, some people will argue that let's say I'm the bishop or whatever they call themselves mm-hmm. and I own a construction company. Well, now everyone in my ward is going to use me and refer me. So there's those connections that can be made. Or if I'm a dentist, my ward is going to come to me. I'm going to have built in business. Right. But I mean, that's, that's pretty much true of any church or group or club anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's hopefully true. you use your friends. Yeah. I mean, what are they? What are you, they're friends. They're supposed to. Yeah. If you don't use your friends, then you're an, a jerk. Right. <laughs> and you're, you're saying use, but it's not like usury. It's not like, no, it's like bad. pay them for their profession. Yeah. But like use them as your dentist, use them as your. Right. But. Well, other than that, so that kind of got me into this whole, cause again, we're, we're coming up on the election and uh, you know, we could, I could go out on a limb and sort of say, since we, since we are indeed recording this and I might even release the audio version tonight. Um, we could get it released tonight. So it's out ahead of time, but not that anybody's going to listen to it tonight. Um, or tomorrow. Yeah. But I was going to say, I, I'm going to make a prediction for the election and I might be wrong. Okay. This might be where I'm wrong. I think, I honestly think that there's a potential, there's probably uh, there's a, there's a greater, I think it's going to end up being Biden. I really do. I don't want it to be. I'm nervous of what the country is going to end up like. I think there's a very good chance, however, it could be Trump, but I'm trying to just sort of level my head and kind of go, okay, that's probably, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, I'll tell you, the reason I threw this topic out there is because I just did not want to talk about politics. Like, I'm Oh, really? (laughs) You should, that's all I got was, what are you wrong about? And I'm like, I don't know, it's the day before the election. I know in my head but um, scratch but that I will say since we're on the subject I think I would predict if someone asked me to predict I would say I predict that Biden's gonna win however I also think it's gonna be the biggest clusterfuck that we've ever seen and no matter who wins whether it's Biden or Trump I think the other party's gonna contest it and it's gonna be a shit show for the next couple months like, which yeah. I think is a huge disservice to the American people and I hope that whoever w- loses just loses and lets it go. Right. But I don't foresee that being the case. Yeah. Well, let's switch gears. Sorry. So we're no, going to okay. switch gears and we're going to talk about non-politics. So, so you I brought up the topic. Story, I had a story of something I was very wrong. Like, I guess I don't know if I was, I was wrong. And, um, it's very different from your example, though. Okay. So my, my intensive purposes example. No, you're um, you were wrong about politicians, politicians example. Yeah. So this yeah. is a story of something I did that I feel like it was wrong of me to do. Okay. It was also an accident. I'm going to preface it with that. Okay. Well, we'll all judge that. Okay. So I was writing. Crosby's teacher to ask when the Christmas performance would be because I wanted to request the time off work to go to it. I drafted it in a very nice email. I 
asked my question and I finished it by saying, I'm so grateful that he's in your class and in your school this year. He's always been that kid that begged not to go to school when he was going to other schools and he really enjoys your school. About a week and a half go by and his teacher hasn't written me back. And I'm like, well, that's really bizarre. There's like 12 students in our class. What's going on? Right. So I go to my sent box to see if I sent it. And I did send it, but I sent it to his teacher from last year. Oh. But did you hear the part where I finished it saying that he hated going to school before? Oh, okay. Ugh. That's when you were wrong? That was I an, feel so, so bad. Yes, okay, 100% that was an accident, but it's not like you were wrong in, do, in saying what you said. Unless you were lying. Like, were you lying that he's hated school before? No, he really, he didn't hate school. That's not an accurate he just didn't description wanna... of it. He didn't like it. It was okay. too, yeah, it was just too much. But his teacher that he had last year was amazing and did really well with him but he still didn't like to go. It was just too overwhelming. Right. Um, but, uh, and then I debated, like, do I write her and say like, Hey, he still liked you. But then I thought that would just be worse. So I haven't done anything. Oh, yeah. See, if it were me, I would, I would just resend the email to his current teacher. You did that, right? I did. I resent it to his current teacher. And then I just say move on. I mean, you're ever going to see this other teacher again? I fucking hope not. Well, if she brings it up, then you know she's petty. And if I was no, a teacher even... and I got that email, I wouldn't be like, well, that's kind of mean. I'd be like, this obviously wasn't meant for me. I may even forward it on to the teacher that currently has the student. If I knew what the student teacher was. Yeah. So that was my example that I've been really like, you know, like when you do something wrong and then you like wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it. I'm the king of that, by the way. Yeah. So that's and what replaying I, and it. I do. I genuinely feel bad because I really did like his teacher from last year. And I think that the way the email was written, it made it seem like I didn't or that Crosby didn't like her. And that's not the case. It's just the school was too big. Well, you know what? There's no harm to settle because it sounds like you're going to be thinking about this for a long time. I think you should send an email to the other teacher. I mean, I'm going to think about it until I'm 80. No, but I'm saying if you send an email to the teacher that you like his old teacher from last year and say, hey, I apologize or just hit like, you know, whatever, reply to that and be like, hey, I sent this email yesterday. It was to his current teacher. I didn't want you to think that he, I made it sound like he didn't like I mean, at like this point, it's been year. like, it's been like two weeks since I've sent it. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well... I feel like you, I'm just letting it go. Well, I don't know. You could say, hey, I just was going through my sent box and I realized I sent this to the wrong teacher. That explains why I didn't get a response. Ha ha ha. Hey, listen, I know how the way it's worded makes it sound like I didn't appreciate what you did. I want you to know that I really was just trying to help bolster this current teacher. Crosby does like school, but I think a lot of it was the school was too big last year. And I think the groundwork that you laid has made him really like school now. So please understand, I'm not trying to knock you. I think you were awesome and wonderful and we loved having you. So please don't read into it. It's too much. I feel like it might be confusing, you know, and she might go, Oh, I didn't even think anything of it. And you're like, okay, but now you're out of your head. Mm -hmm. Just do it. All right. Just say, I was going through my scent box. I realized, oops. <laughs> and then joke. Like, eh, it's probably that. This is probably why I didn't get there. Ha ha ha. LOL. Okay. So I, here's some other, I can tell you some things where I was wrong. 
Okay. Um, this is going to be kind of a sweet one. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> it's not really one event, I guess I should say. There was a lot of times when I was younger when it came to relationships where I was really stupid and wrong. And the most mm-hmm. glaring example of this is a time where I actually broke up with Cassandra for a bit and then Ugh. ended up getting back together with her. And then we, the rest was history after that. Right after my 21st birthday. Why did you birthday. break up with her? Because I was 21 and she wasn't. That's dumb. It's super dumb. <laughs> super, super dumb. Just buy her alcohol. <laughs> Well, but she couldn't go out. And I was like, I had this, I don't, I had so, cause I, I gotta be, I'm not, I'm gonna say I was a late bloomer. Cause that sounds weird, but I think I was probably later than some kids for sure. And so suddenly all these like junior, senior, really heavy hitting testosterone years didn't probably start coming on until later on for me. Maybe like whatever the timing was, whatever. The point is, is that when you're basically from the age of 18 to 25, you're, you're not, you leave the planet as a young man. You just become this monster. Anyways, the point is, is that I, uh, I thought I would have more fun. I'm, and it's just stupid. And I'm so glad I don't have boys. I, I you hate thought you'd get some strange. Watch. Well, I got dimples. I didn't think. Um, I'm just oh, kidding. Geez. I'm kidding. No, you're not. But no, but, but no, but seriously, it was, it was, it was just like, if I could go back in time and talk to the younger me, like you hear those stupid jokes and this is going to sound really cheesy. And I swear to God, I'm not saying this for any kind of points because Cassandra may or may not listen to this, but I'm telling you seriously, you know, when they have, what movie is it? He's like, I would have, if I could go back in time, I would have ran to you quicker, found you faster and been with you longer or something like that. He's talking about his wife or maybe she's talking about her husband. Anyways, the point is, is that if I could go back in time, I literally would have, gotten to Cassandra much quicker or would have tried. I don't know if it would have... The argument with that, though, is you would have to go back in time with the knowledge that you have now. It's not like you could just go back because the only reason it works is because you went through all those experiences and became the person that you are. Okay, so if I could go back in time and talk to younger me, that's what I would want to do and be like, hey, bro, this is stupid. It's not going to matter. But do you think younger you would listen to you? Because younger me wouldn't have listened to nobody. (laughs) <laughs> I think I still don't listen to people <laughs> I don't know I'm pretty convincing right now though and I think I would be able to convince stupid younger me otherwise if I could go back in time I would tell younger me take your top off more after you breastfeed they're not as nice just take <laughs> <your top> off. <laughs> so maybe you were wrong in keeping take, the old ladies take the more pictures Take more Don't pictures. Don't listen to the nurse. Breast milk's not best. Don't sacrifice what God gave you. <laughs> you know, uh, that's great. But, you know, you make a lot topic. of dumb. If, uh, that's where most of my when I was wrong was, came when I was younger. I would say from about junior oh, year absolutely. On, uh, in high school. You know, I think it was pretty stupid. A lot of stupid stuff. A lot of decisions of like, yeah, I'll go there. Let's. Hey guys, it's pretty late. Should we? No, let's go here. This is a good place we should go. Hey, that guy just yelled at you. Let's go check him out. Let's go see what's going on with that guy. Turns out he just wanted to fight people. There was one. Did you get in a fight? I I fight. I you I don't currently fight. No, I have I have been in fights for sure, but I have not been like me and a dude 
people around us in a circle duking it out. That's not, I don't do those fights. Cause I always kind of relied on one, my just humor or my ability to, to just sort of diffuse a situation. But sometimes if you drink too much and you're with guys that are those kind of guys that are like, yeah, I'm the kind of guy that I'm going to get in your face and I'm going to fight you. You end up being roped into things. And usually somebody else who wants to fight with friends of mine that want to fight, both sides have other friends and you all start sort of, we're like the side fights that aren't ever as good, you know? Does that make sense? I mean, no, but you don't need to elaborate. <laughs> uh, but that was stupid stuff. I was wrong then. What's something I did that I was really wrong about? I don't know. Would you have, uh, um, no, I'm trying to think of something. This is really riveting stuff. I wonder what people's, I think, you, oh, 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 oh. So this is not an example of when I was wrong, but you were talking about something that you're going to play in your mind. And you're going to think about that email to that lady until you're 80. Yeah. You know what I'm really bad at? I do things what? like little things where I then walk away from doing, having just done something. Usually it's like an interaction with a person and I say or do something. Never outlandish, but just off enough to where I walk away and I'm like, okay, and I leave and I'm walking away and I'm replaying it and I'm going, what was your problem? I'm driving in the car and I'm like, why did you say that? Why did you say that? Chickens don't, chickens don't live near roads. What is, why would you say that, Greg? It's a job interview. God. Jeez. And then you get home and like that night you're laying in bed and you're like, chickens don't live near roads. Why would I say that? That's obviously just an example of something, you know, it's, it's very innocuous and not a big deal. And probably if you went to the other person and said, Hey, what'd you think about that guy that said chickens don't live near roads? You'd be like, well, I don't know. What oh, Greg. Yeah. He was wonderful. He was delightful. You know, or, Oh, Morgan. Yeah. She was great. She was wonderful. Yeah. But she did talk about she did mention a pogo stick at one point. That was just kind of a weird reference. Oh, I don't, you know what I mean? They would be like, it's no big deal. But meanwhile, I'm going, <sighs> like, I just feel gross. Like, you feel like you want to just shake it off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You ever have those? Mm-mm. Crippling anxiety over social interactions? You never have that? Um, I get anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. I don't, I don't have it either. I'm just kidding. I just You're going to go to bed tonight and be like, what was I talking about on the podcast? I edit the shit out of this podcast. It'll cut from me going, oh, I have a good one too. All right, well, what about you? <laughs> and cut. Uh, I honestly, and this is a character flaw, obviously, but I can't think of times when I was wrong. And sometimes in job interviews, <laughs> I just want to tell people, like, no, I'm literally always right. Like, I'm, and. Now, if I'm in a new job and I'm still learning the ins and outs and I'm learning the processes, you, I have to understand and know the job, but right. then I'm always right. Like, once I know the job, no. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. And <laughs> So, you, wait a minute, they go, so Morgan, tell me about a time where you were wrong and how did you make it right and what did you do differently? What did you learn from it? You go... Look, I'm going to level with you, okay? Susan, uh, once I know Karen? a job and, I, and I'm familiar with the job and I got it down, wrong is not a thing. No, so, I don't say that to them because I, <laughs> I want to get the job, so I make something up. But you really are never wrong. Oh, my gosh. I one mean, time, It's rare. It's very rare. 
if you're talking about rules, policies, procedures, once I know something, I know it. And people can like say, oh no, we're supposed to do it this way. And I'll be like, nope, mm-mm. So actually X, Y, and Z. So you've had jobs in the past where you've worked with a cash register, right? In some, in some way, shape or form, a, a checkout yeah, station. I worked, I worked retail. Retail. So you know when the drawer comes out, right? If you're looking down at it, starting from the left, it goes ones, fives, tens, twenties, right? I don't remember. Well, that's how it goes. National Cash Register is a company that makes, they, that's how they say to set up a cash register. That's the industry standard. The point is I mentioned that because I went into Office Depot and I was a floating manager. And I basically meant I was just waiting for a store to open up. So I was, tra- I was going around the different stores in the Boise Meridian area. I was mainly in the one store here in Meridian and I switched. All the registers were the opposite. They were flipped because one girl put them that way and likes it that way. And she's kind of a curmudgeon. So she kind of just was like, and the people were just like, oh, we just deal with it. Cause she likes it. She's been here like 10 years and we just don't, I'm like, but it's not the, like I remember closing one night and I said, this is not how you're supposed to do it though. Like anybody we hire is gonna have to learn. This is not, this looks ridiculous. And I, for some reason I was so stuck on this one thing. And I think I was probably wrong in this because I, that night flipped all the, all the cash registers. And I'm this guy. I'm not even the manager of the store. I'm just a manager helping out at different stores. So I'm like, I'm not having this. And then the next day, people were like, people were like, did you flip the, did you do that last night? And I'm like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. And probably about 70% of people were like, okay, I like it that way, but she has been unbearable today. She spent 40 minutes this morning flipping every cash register the other way, which I thought was ridiculous, but. And so I went up to her and I'm like, hey, she goes, why did you do that? And I was like, I, listen, to be fair, National Cash Register, the industry standard says this is how you set up a cash why register. Why do you know what National Cash Register says? Because National Cash Register was a customer of FedEx offices for a very, very long time. And they might even still be. They're one of the biggest customers they had. I don't know if they still are, but, but in the Midwest. Also, I don't care. I, <laughs> here's how I would care. You're right. Your instinct just now is correct <laughs> to say, I don't care. It's not that big of a deal. And just going about your day. That's the, that's the normal same person way of handling it. Yeah. The only way I would care is if someone like took all the fives, ones and tens and just like mixed them all together. <laughs> it's just any slot me. will do. <laughs> then I would be like, no, there needs to be some sort of system. This isn't like, a yard I sale. Goes left to right or right to left. You're right. No. And I, I understandably you're correct. That is the, re- you hear that folks? Yes. Morgan's correct. So what I'm sharing that because that's a time where I was really wrong. I had, there was, there was no, first off, I'm the, I'm a manager, which means I have some set level of leadership. So I have to sort of set a tone of some kind. Even if it's not my store, I have to have some level of professionalism. Doing it sneakily in the middle of the night is not the way you approach that situation. If it's all that important to me. And then two, and most importantly, I think number two is let it go. Is all the money let there? Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, it's not a big it's not a big bag of money I'm pulling coins out. It's in an order. It's just not an order that I prefer. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Have you ever been written up at a job? Hmm. Uh yeah, maybe a couple times. Oh, I got written up one time. I got written up twice when I was younger at FedEx office, uh or Kinko's at the time, because I requested time off for a full week but I only had vacation time to cover two and like a half days. And that was for a mm-hmm. wedding in, in, on the Oregon coast. 
So I go there, I'm staying in a hotel with friends and literally they call me like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm at the wedding in Oregon. They're like, you're on the schedule for today. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do. Like you didn't have enough vacation. And uh, anyways, so they, I, so they came did back. So did you not and, get it approved? I don't know what happened. There were some wires I think that got crossed, but I knew, I knew when I got back, I was like, well, this is going to be a write-up. But I knew that at the same time, I wasn't going to mess up like this again. Like I didn't vindictively do it. So I was like, this was just an oversight. I'm really sorry. I'll work extra of people who covered for me and I did all that, but I, I did get a write-up because that's what you're supposed to do. So I was like, okay, if I have two more things like this, then I'm going to be in trouble. Mm. Two more write-ups and it's a demerit. Three demerits and it's a, it's a verbal warning. Have you seen that office? Yeah. You don't want any shroot bucks? I'll give you 10 Stanley nickels. What's the currency of it? What's the conversion rate of a shroot buck? Um, I've been written up once. Okay, for what? Showing your boobs? Um, yeah. No, for um, flipping off the camera. Real nice. Classy. Well, why would you do that? The situation was... Are you going to try to justify it right now? Just let me prepare myself. I want to know what level of bullshit is coming my way. I just want to explain. Okay. I, I had found out, I had just found out that I was pregnant. Did the camera do it? Sorry. What? No, I made a stupid joke. Did the farmer do it? Did the camera do it? Sorry. No, yes. I just found out I was pregnant. I had gone to the doctor like on Friday and they had done like a blood pregnancy test. And then um, I was working on Saturday. Well, I got a call and a voicemail that Ellen can vouch for because she listened to it. And it said, basically, I don't remember verbatim, but it said, this is so-and-so, the nurse from your gynecologist's office. Um, You need to call me back. I need you to go down to the ER as soon as you get this message. Jeez. So I tried calling back. It says that they're closed. I call the on-call number and it's some service and the guy's like, yeah, there's no one in the office. And I said, well, someone's in the office. They just left me a voicemail. And so then of course I'm hormonal or I'm pregnant. So there's hormones. So you're calling from work. I'm calling from my cell phone. I was on a break. Okay. So I start bawling, right? Cause I'm like, what the hell's happening? Why do I need to go down to the ER? So I start crying. My manager comes back. She's like, what's happening? I tell her, she's like, just clock out, leave. And I was like, okay. So I clock out, I go to get my stuff and they're all taking a group picture because at Mac, they used to take group pictures. Anytime there was like a theme on a Saturday and she's like, stay here. You have to. And then the same manager that told me to clock out knows I was bawling says, I need you to take a picture with everybody. And I was like, I'm not in the mood to take a picture with everybody. I want to leave. And then she's like, no, take a picture. So um, I took the picture. I just also flipped off the camera and <laughs> was it with, it wasn't with a cell phone. Was it? It was with the cell phone and they took like 17 pictures and I flipped the camera off one time. And then the girl that took the picture sent that picture to our district manager. What a accident, moron. Accidentally. Of course. Yeah. I don't think it was an accident either. Did you tell the district manager what had happened? Yeah, I didn't even, so I didn't even get to speak to the district manager. It was just my manager that wrote me up. Oh, 
Well, that's a bunch of horse hooey. That sounds I mean, like a manager's fault. It was fault. one of the weirder things that's ever happened. Yeah. You know what? I One thing I used to do that I, I'm wrong for, it's, it's at work, but it wasn't, I didn't get written up for it because nothing ever bad came of it. But we used to have these, uh, I think they still have them. We used to have these half aprons. Mm-hmm. And we had full, no, we had, sorry, we had full aprons that we could, at FedEx, at Kinko's. So when I was an assistant manager of the downtown store mm-hmm. many, many years ago, I used to do this thing called running wild, which basically meant that underneath my apron, I would have my dick out. <laughs> Why am I sharing this? Oh my God. Um, you could Wait, not you see. Had it out? You couldn't see anything because it was an apron with pens and papers and all that kind of stuff. And it was just there. And I think I actually got a half apron at the time, but it was tied really tight. And I would actually double knot it. I would actually pull like a full That's on a me straight. too moment. Nobody could see it. And I did only you did tell it because. Did it was out? No, I didn't tell people. I, only, I told one person, but I told this other guy, Nate, and he did it with me. And we would write, we'd write, like he wrote on a sticky note one time, like he came up to me while I was talking to somebody. And we'd do it for short periods of time. Like it was like late at night. And we'd be like, let's just. So he, but he one time came up to me and he wrote on a sticky note and he put um, twigs and berries. So that means he had his, his dick and his balls out. And he, like, I'm talking with a customer and he comes up very straight faced and he goes, Greg, uh, this message real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt here. And he like says to the customer, I'm really sorry to interrupt. And he hands me the note and I'm like, and I see it and I go, and then he just looks at me and like, he goes, and then walks away. And I now have to continue with his customer. And I know what he just did. He walks away. And I know that he just says twigs and berries. Funniest thing in the world. And never, nothing ever bad came of it. My apron never fell or anything like that. But you know, what's surprising to me is you got really high up with FedEx. Mm Mm-hmm. This was a year. This was like back when it was Kinko's, though. I know you started there when you were like what, sixteen? Uh, I started there when I was a junior in high school. Yeah, so you were there like junior. They don't even hire sixteen-year-olds anymore. Yeah, I was working part time out in self serve, and then I uh, slowly I left for a little bit and did other things. But I I came back at one point and I was there for a grip, a minute. But yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was late, and we. Were, I mean, this was back when like. You know, we would drink at night in the back. It was crazy. Yeah. Your husband missed, uh, we would go on manager meetings and and actually several, about a year or so before Brian started or he became in a situation where he was going to meetings. I remember we had one meeting that uh, it was because of that meeting and then also a meeting in Dallas that they said, we're not paying for booze during your dinners anymore. And maybe it was just our district because at one point we went, it was in Missoula, Montana. We had a meeting. I was a manager. We went there. The alcohol bill from this restaurant we went to with 12 managers and HR, whatever, the alcohol bill was twice the food bill. We're talking like a thousand dollar alcohol bill in Missoula, Montana. You guys are wild. But the, you know who paid for it? The loss prevention guy paid for it. And he probably had seven drinks himself. It got crazy. Got crazy. Hmm. I don't actually not drink in a, on not, the job. And so. not in an inappropriate way. Well, we never like, oh yeah, we drank on the job. Oh, I got in trouble one time for drinking at Arby's. I worked at Arby's. How old were you there? Uh, I don't think I was 21 yet. I got in trouble at Edaburger for getting in a fist fight with my coworker. Jeez. 
So much, so much anger in your stories, flipping off cameras, <laughs> punching coworkers. Jesus Christ. All I have is my wiener out and I'm drinking, First having all, a good time. All you have is a drinking problem. I have an anger problem. Well, to be no, fair, we, we actually, were drinking oh. and smoking weed and playing Goldeneye on the TV in the back. And then, and then if we got hungry, guess what we had? Arby's, Arby's. right there. We only got caught too because some chucklehead left his beer in the fridge, the walk-in fridge. Was it you? No, it wasn't me. Because it was actually, it was actually a, it was like a Mike's Hard Lemonade and I wasn't drinking those. Uh, anyway, wow. so, you, so you punched a girl. Uh, we're seeing the ceiling. The camera fell. I didn't punch a girl. So you got, well, you got in a fist fight. So what did you guys just, just show your fists? We Somebody just threw, a little bit. Did you throw hands? Yeah, but it wasn't like anything. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. No. Why? Oh, now I can. Um, I think that she got fired. I did not. So you guys just chick fought where you just yell at each other and a lot of hair pulling? Well, I had just mopped the floor, so it was very slippery. So we were just like sliding all over. Oh, you guys were, <laughs> whilst fighting, you slipped on the floor and you, who started the fight? Yes, we slipped on the wet floor. I would say that I means you. instigated it and she threw the first punch. So what it was the fight over? And you're, again, you're at Eat a Burger? Eat a Burger, which, by the way, was the best restaurant in a, ever. Okay. So Do you remember that place? I never ate there. I remember you worked there. I think I picked you up a couple oh, so times. Good. All right. So how the, how the fight start? We were fighting over a boy. Okay. Which boy? Over a boy. Do I know this boy? Was it the boy, that boy? You do know this boy. Was it that guy? It was that boy. Does that boy work at Costco now? It was that guy. I, I don't keep dibs tabs on him, but his last name kind of like your first name. Um, <laughs> Anyways, keep going. Similar. Keep going. So she had made out with him like at some point, maybe like a week before I started there. Okay. And then I started there and he was like, obviously, I mean, Okay. <laughs> he was like, okay. He was like, who's interested. Yeah. And she, I think was mad. I don't know. You know, the girl too. Who's the girl? Text me the girl's name. Sister in high school. I did? Right now? I dated her sister in high yeah. school? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, I did you take her down hard? You don't have to text me. I know who you're talking Honestly, about. Honestly, I, I, don't, I don't think either of us took either one down hard. Although, I do remember... What grade was she in? Because I, I was on dance team. We were in 10th grade. You were, oh, she was in the same grade as you? Yeah. Was her sister a grade lower than me? Or in my grade? Yeah. She I was, think a grade lower than you. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. All right. Keep going though. Uh, you took her down. I was on dance team. And so, you know, dance team starts at six in the morning. So before zero hour. Oh, right. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. So the next, the next Monday, I get out of dance 
team get into the second period. Your Wi-Fi is cutting out. Um, everyone was running up to me. Oh, Alice. And I'm like, beat you up. There's no marks. Oh. Are you frozen, Greg? You're frozen. Am I frozen? There we go. Yeah. Did you hear anything I said? Uh, I heard no marks and beat you up. All right. Well, maybe maybe it recorded it fine. Okay. I hope so. I don't want to retell the story. That's okay. The but that's funny that you got. Guys, a, the, the point is, is that you got in a fist fight at a place called Eat a Burger, which was only a drive-through, yeah. right? Um, there was had a couple seats. tables outside. There was four seats inside. Oh, okay. Four tables. So real small, like burger place. So small. Yeah. Specialized burgers, hot dogs, that kind of thing. Yes. Okay. Like fifties diner. It was. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's, so that's really the only times like that's like your worst things at work. Yeah. Side note, the place that I, the Arby's where we were drinking, I didn't get, I didn't get in trouble for drinking. I got talked to, but the person who got in the most trouble was the manager who, the co-manager who was spearheading it. Uh, Funny story. Do you remember the, do you, did you ever hear about that story about that guy that drove his truck into a mall parking lot and then grabbed that girl? No. Uh, Oh, so the manager, the co-manager, the, like the, the, basically the assistant manager of the Arby's I worked at, I was good friends with him. His name was Greg Maho. And he's the one that we drank with and we did all this stuff with. Anyways, he started working for Arby's corporate, eventually came back and he was working and traveling around doing their technical stuff. He then, I guess, got into drugs with his girlfriend, who I met, who Cassandra, I think, even was with me. We even hung out like at their house and like we partied a lot with him. He then recently got in, arrested and convicted for driving his truck and like stopping because of somebody he knew or whatever, him and his girlfriend, like, and like attacking this woman and like groping her. And like, I don't know what he did. I don't know how, I don't know if it was bad stuff. Then got in his truck and drove away. Him and his girlfriend painted the truck or like did something to the truck to try and tamper with evidence, change out plates and stuff like that and trying to, this whole big mess. Anyways, he went to jail for a long time. So I don't know wow, why that's Greg, a fun story. You but. have lived a very troubled life. But see, I've done a lot good. of shit. I've been good. I've been around a lot of stuff. A lot. I mean, you remember people from my You've wedding? You've been good at not getting caught. Yeah, but I haven't really been like the main person in a lot of stuff. I've just been the guy who's there too. You know? I'm not the party, the party too. <laughs> it says here you are a party too. Yeah. Not yeah, I was party. a party too. I wasn't the party. <laughs> I was just the guy. I was really good at like driving away with people in my car. Um, I don't know. I just, I got it. But you remember the people from my wedding? I had a lot of characters. I don't remember the people from your wedding. Guy had tattoo on his neck. Fester. Anyways, there's a human um, being named Fester. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's my friend. It's a good time. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really do bad stuff. I was always afraid to do bad stuff. I just don't buy that. I feel like, I mean, maybe it's because I've done stuff that would be perceived as bad that I feel like somebody's saying that. I'm like, I don't believe that. Like, we were in the same household. How did you? Yeah, but like, dad parented me very differently than he parented you. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I turned out okay. 
Like I wasn't allowed to do anything. Do you remember when I called you and told you to tell dad that I'm staying the night at Chance's house? No. Did I do it? You did, but it's because I was hammered, ham boned. And then I got home the next day and my dad was, dad was like, Hey, that's not how we do that. I'm like, what? He goes, you have to talk to me every time. I'm like, okay, sorry. As I tell these stories, it makes me go, I don't want kids. Like I want kids, but I, I don't, I know, not, not, I don't want kids. I, I should rephrase that. Let me back up. I said that it came out wrong. It makes me worried uh, for my kids, but the world is different now, I guess. So yeah. Cause summertime we, we had bus passes. I was in eighth grade and we had a bus pass for the summer. Mom was Just, like, here you go. Here's a bus pass. As an example, I'll be home at five. I was the friend who in junior high, my best friend in junior high invited boys over in the middle of the night and she snuck out of the house to meet them. This was at her house. I was staying the night there. I was so scared of doing stuff wrong that I stayed inside in her bed while she snuck out. Wow. Actually that happened with two separate friends and I stayed home. The first friend, it didn't, she didn't get caught. The second friend her dad came in and found me sleeping and said, where is she? And I was like, I don't know. And he was so mad. Dad, he like flipped did, the lights on. What did dad do to make you do that? Was he just really strict? Yeah. Because that's what I want my girls to do. Because their mother was a bit of a wild child when she was younger. She was the girl going out to meet boys. I don't know. I think I was just scared of dad. I didn't really know him until I was older. Hmm. I just knew he would beat me up or walk my walk me in my room forever yikes well i think what we've narrowed down is that most people at least for us and i'm sure everybody listening if they've made it this far <laughs> probably feels like they can relate to the fact that most of the times where you knew that you were really wrong big time i think most of it hopefully came when you were younger and maybe yes. that's why it is maybe that's why it happens that way so you grow and you you mature and you learn to appreciate, you know, like that old saying, you always hate Amen. your parents when you're younger, but then when you get older and you have kids and a family of your own, you're always like, wow, thanks guys. Did you hate your parents when you were younger? <sighs> no, I didn't hate them. I mean, I remember I moved out with just like a note. I only hated mom like twice. I never hated anybody. I just liked myself way more. I was a selfish bastard. I still am selfish to a certain degree. I'll do nice things if it's self-serving. No, I won't. That's not true. I'm much better than that now. I'm pretty good now. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I think that you're just proving that I'm the better child. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. I don't really care. I'm, the, I'm just the funny one. As long as I stay the funny one, I'm good. No, we already established that I was the funny No, we, one. you know what? We, you know what we should both do? We should both do an open mic night. Let the public okay. decide. Let's do, do it. You, would you really do it? Yeah, let's do it. But I already told you, I'm not funny. I'm not funny in preparation for. I'm funny in situations when the present, it has, it's, it's, it just is, it's witty. It's not like I can pre-plan it. I don't think I can pre-plan it. Maybe I can. All right. Hey, we're derailing, but listen, thanks everybody who's listening. 
we're going to do more stuff with our spouses, I think, on the podcast, because that got a lot of uh, positive feedback. It did? Yeah. It sure did. I got messages about it. Yeah. I got, oh, I'm not lying. Why would I lie? I and it was fun for checking. us to do. It was a fun one to listen to. I'll be honest with you. I, I actually listened to that one. Well, you know, and Brian is... Um, Brian's him and I don't too. agree on much. So it would be more argumentative like it used to be. Well, I mean, Brian's probably gotten better at this, but he's also a really good guy. So he'll probably, if he disagrees, there might be a little bit of a, no, that's just, okay, pants. <laughs> Cause he just doesn't, he's like, I don't care. He reacts how people grown up should react sometimes, you know, where he goes, he, he very quickly is able to do the process of, okay, how important is this? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Fine. You're right. It doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm going to have some. Just let it go. Yeah. What would that be like? I don't know. A lot of chest popping. A lot of, sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. But I like him. I love that guy. He's cool. So. Thanks. Uh, Anyways, that's it for today. I think, I think we've covered about all we need to cover. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to stay tuned for more. We're trying to get back into more of a routine with this stuff. We'll get some clips out of this. We'll post it, but we're good. Anything you want to part with? Elections tomorrow. So if this is the last podcast that you listen to, or we have because the world caught on fire or United States disbanded, or there was a civil war, Godspeed. Just real quick. This is the topic for another day, but if the United States did disband, how would they do it? Because it would be like all of the coastal states that wanted to be their own country. And then all of the middle ones would want to be, I don't know. I don't think it would happen. I don't think it's, I don't know. We need like a rational, you know, well, never mind. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we could dive into with that, but just remember one thing. 2020? <laughs> or, or uh, 2024, Aaron Paul. Why Aaron Paul? What I'd qualifications does he have? What qualifications do any president have? Biden is what? He's been a politician for 40 years? What the hell hey, has he done? Have you listened to Joe Rogan's podcast with Kanye? Uh, I listened to his, his Joe Rogan's podcast with Kanye for about seven and a half minutes. And then I went, I can't. I freaking can't. I think I made it a 12. It's, it's really good. Is it though? Because he rambles. He rambles like a moron and it's so infuriating. Because I like Kanye. I really do. But does it get better? Does he finally get his head on straight? I'm Tanya. I'm voting Kanye. Are you really? No. no oh. I'm not a complete moron. Did you really think the podcast was good? But if he was, if he was actually the candidate, yes, I would. He'd have to get somebody At to figure point, out his yes, brain. I, I mean, either that or he's, either he's operating on a wavelength that I just don't understand or can't comprehend or a consciousness stream that is so much different than mine. But he just kept talking and talking i was like come on man i want to give you the benefit of the doubt say say something coherent and then he would start he'd kind of creep into something and then he'd go and he'd bounce way over here but i like the guy his last album was a joke but now i know why because he hates the music industry correction he hates contracts with and how they're compensated anyways mm-hmm. no party anyway, words have a good night. Remember, 
you remember the guy from First Kid? Mm-mm. Did you ever see the movie First Kid? Nope. With Sinbad? Mm-mm. Oh, well, his name is Brock, and he's running for president as well. So look it up. No, he's not. Yeah, because he made a bunch of money in cryptocurrency and other businesses, and he's worth like $400 million, and he's running for president. Because he didn't want to be famous anymore. He did like that one movie or a couple other movies. If you Google him, you might recognize him. Let's just be honest. He didn't have the option to be famous because those movies were terrible and nobody would cast him anymore. First Kids? Yeah. That was a great movie. With Sinbad? Sinbad was huge. But he's still huge. Physically. All right. Well, that's just... Now he was taking cheap shots at Sinbad, which I feel is unfair. (laughs) On that note... Everybody, thank you for listening. We will uh, we'll have more to come. Over your cameras. Hey, All right. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye.